Welcome to RCS. I'm Dan. And I'm Nick. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Welcome to the Thanksgiving episode. Yeah, this is the, the, the episode where we're giving thanks. Yeah, <laughs> we should start with our thanks to our sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> that would be Avance Carter Motors, or Carter Automotive Group, I should say, Drivers Club, Grios Garage, Haggerty, Salvo Design, and York Real Estate. Woohoo. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> I'm over it, Dan. I'm just over it. I'm been done, a long I'm, weekend. I'm done with this year. I'm done. <laughs> like, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I'm not. I'm not going negative, but I'm. I'm over it right now. <laughs> I'm just sort of. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> so it's not earthquakes yet. No, I, just, I say yet with honesty. Yet, yeah. I, know. <laughs> I, I, I welcome our new uh, robot overlords. Uh, so <laughs> I don't know. I'm. I'm gonna be cheerful because it's Thanksgiving. I'm very grateful for all the gifts that we've been given, especially through everything through Rain City Supercars. Um, it's amazing going out and doing events and having people come up to us and, and, and talk to us and, and really, I feel like we've really com- created a wonderful community. I mean, the automotive community was there, but I'm really thankful for the people that, that are in our, our corner. So, yeah, I'm yeah. thankful to help be part of the, uh, the web or the mesh that holds it together, I guess. Yeah. Hopefully <laughs> <laughs> the sticky substance that holds it all together. <laughs> that's rain city supercars. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh, we had a we had quite the weekend. That was a very eventful weekend, to say the least. Eventful week, I should say. We had the the Lotus Amira unveiling. There was Avance Off Road. There was Autocross. Uh, that was how was the Lotus? I, I got to see that a little bit, like I said, down in Coda uh, when they were down there. But I just again, I'm over it. Uh, <laughs> busy could, weeks. It was busy, busy, busy times. Uh, it's an incredible car. I absolutely love it. I think it's going to be a huge seller for Lotus if they can get it produced. Right. So well, oh, everybody fighting that right now. It's yeah. definitely a nice uh, step in the right direction. Like you said, it's a beautiful car. It's a really nice, natural progression from the Evora. How did you think of it? What did you think of it size-wise? Like, it's a bigger car. It is a bigger car. You, it's a heavier car, too. When you think of a Lotus, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that's sort of out of necessity. As everything gets bigger and crash safety standards get higher, they kind of forced Lotus's hand. It is supposedly the last uh, petrol-powered Lotus car. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, after this one, everything goes to electric, which is going to be interesting. Um now, if you guys remember, the original Tesla Roadster was based on a Lotus. So this is sort of an oddly natural progression, which... I mean, you know, the, the, the pedigree and the history of Lotus and racing and things like that and what they have achieved throughout, I find it hard to believe, you know? I mean, it's just like when everybody tells me, like, Ferrari and Lamborghini, you, you, I, th- I think there's always going to be that that space i mean you know look at the the uprising and everybody trying to with the new gt4 and it's the last manual porsche is never going to make a manual <laughs> like i've been hearing that since the 991 well, we, we've, heard, we've heard it i mean I, w- I will make a, a generic statement we've heard it from the volkswagen group in general i mean lamborghini has said it you know yeah, not making yeah. it um porsche VAT, said Volkswagen it, it, group has yeah, said that about yeah. yeah many many cars so i and i don't know if it's something that will be stuck to or if it's something that they're kind of trying to appease the environmental gods or or what's going to happen i think that's a an interesting topic so. yeah i think government will mandate everything into electric eventually i don't think that's going to come as fast as people think because the infrastructure clearly isn't there yet it's growing quickly though at five dollars a gallon bring on electricity <laughs> right so i'm you know it's fine i'm fine with that i know i'm actually i'm not fine with that. i mean i guess it depends i think tesla has proven to us rivian has proven to us that the fact that you can have a, a sexy electric car yeah, and they're getting better too but at the end of the day, we haven't even really mastered the whole production of oil. And yet again, you're going to tell me we're going to have enough electricity in this country to be able to 
It's a good topic for debate. I wonder. I don't know how they're going to solve that without going back to nuclear. I really don't. At this point in time, I don't think we are other technologies, solar, wind, uh, hydro. And nuclear is so safe, though. I mean, that's that's the great thing about it. (laughs) Historically, somewhat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) As long as you don't screw up. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's... I'm curious where it's going to go, but I'm sort of thankful that it's happening in my lifetime. I think one of the one of the depressing thoughts of my lifetime is that there's nothing left to discover. It feels like, as far as like land and going new places and driving new places, that was all before us. So I felt like we were kind of in this lull. We saw the computer era emerge, and then it was like everything kind of stagnant for a while. And now we're seeing the electrification emerge. So I, I, it's, it'll be interesting because you look at the collector car market. If if gas disappeared, your $3 million Ferrari is really useless if you can't ever drive it, ever. Think about, well, yes and no. So I think, I thought about that. I was talking to somebody at Drivers Club. I can't remember who it was. And they were saying, think of it like farm equipment where you can still buy red diesel. Yeah. You can't buy it at the pump anymore. You can't buy lead fuel at the pump anymore. But if you had a collector car and you didn't need to really drive it, buying red gas wouldn't yeah. be that big of a deal. Well, I'm not talking about the price, but I'm just saying in the fact that, I mean, even a lot of collectors don't drive their cars, but it will take some value out of that car. Let's say we take a million-dollar car and, and the fact that you're not allowed to drive it anymore because, it, let's be honest, if, if we're going on the path we're going right now and they and they want all electricity, they're going to get rid of gas stations and things like that. Where it's not going to... Yeah, eventually. Mail-order gas is not going to be a great thing. Nobody's going to want to <laughs> deliver it. It's going to be expensive. Um, and you'd probably get a ticket for being on the road. I don't know. It's just, you know... I think it's it's going to be an interesting transition no matter how it happens. I don't think – I think there's enough petrol heads in the world to go, you know. I, I'm surprised that somebody hasn't come out with something simple that goes in a, an existing gas-powered car that goes into the exhaust pipe and either kills all the toxins or, or something that makes it – you, like I'm surprised they haven't made the catalytic converter much much more efficient. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. you know, I'm not saying with the technology now, but I mean, eventually to the point where you could put something Maybe. on your car, and then basically you're not killing the environment anymore. Well, and I understand of, the other side of it where you're getting the oil is killing the environment a little bit, but <laughs> right. I don't think of the too. transition from leaded to unleaded. That oh, could be around oh, the paint. Yeah, I mean, Sherwin Williams <laughs> was big on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I'm curious where it'll go though. I think that it'll it'll be cool to see it in our lifetime. I think that's one of those things we'll see the transition of, which is cool. I, I think it's, I was thinking about this and I wanted to kind of bring it up as far as, because if you don't know, um, Ferrari is now, instead of bringing out mass productive cars, they're just taking their old cars and rebodying them and, and then making them new cars again. And that, that happened this weekend. It's the new Ferrari Daytona SP3. And oh, if yeah, you, I saw that. If, if you yeah. know what a Ferrari Daytona is, great. If you know what the SP3 is or SP4, great. Beautiful car. It's a rebodied LaFerrari. It right. has it doesn't have the electric, electric technology. But I'm realizing that these companies are sort of stalling right now. They're they're not necessarily bringing out new things. Like, I mean, Lamborghini's told us this is the last Aventador we'll ever see. Yeah, for we talked about that last years. time. Yeah, uh, they've done it with the Huracan. Ferrari's doing it with this SP3. I mean, they they didn't sell enough event or uh, enough uh, LaFerraris and LaFerrari Apertas, and so this is you know it's the same thing. And so I think I don't know if they're I think it's a stall. I really do. I think it's going to be, I don't know where it's going to go. I mean, it I, makes sense financially though. Cause if you're in a transition period where you need to move to electrification and you have a bunch of tooling, you can rework to resell. Like think of the Huracan, like you were saying with Lamborghini, this yeah. is supposed to be the last Huracan. They made that. What's the new STO <laughs> or something. Did you watch Top Gear? Yeah. The STD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it looked like STO to me. The minute he said STD, I saw STD. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's the last, and, and don't get me wrong. Absolutely amazing car. Yeah, it looks great. Beautiful car. Um, weird graphics. Good looking car. Yeah, weird <laughs> graphics. Good looking car. 
but I don't know where where they're going to go with it next. And the fact of the matter is, I don't think that they're creating new technology. I don't think they're out there really pushing the boundary. Yeah, I, I want to see hot swap batteries because that's really what we need. I need I need well, a five minute battery. They change. have that in China and in, in, in Japan. Like we sometimes. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's a system where you drive over a grade, it replaces the battery. I mean, this the the basic technology is there you know what it makes me laugh because i know exactly what you're talking about where they literally drive up the battery comes down at the bottom a new yeah. battery comes in like a little machine system yeah. it's really cool i hope we see more of that because i think that's really what's going to get us pushed over the edge is when i can pull up battery swap i pay 25 50 bucks 100 bucks even yeah if i can get enough range whatever the value is and then i go off again mm-hmm. but it still reminds me of putting eight double a's in the bottom of my rc car from when i was a kid <laughs> <laughs> or getting, or I mean, I I, 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 I went more advanced to like the battery packs, like the, right, and then you'd replace those, and you know you'd go charge up six of them and go out and race for six minutes. But <laughs> no, it's the same thing. You're absolutely yeah. right. Uh, it's I don't know. We're not alkaline, but yeah, it makes yeah. Me it's it's going to be an interesting time in the next, I think, fifteen to twenty years. I mean, obviously, you know, they're finally getting the idea that you can build a sexy car. You know, with the the Tesla Roadster, the Model Three. I mean, the, the Teslas, the new Roadster, the Plaid amazing. is incredible. Yeah, the Plaid. The Rivian. I was watching a Rivian display where they were pulling that stove out of the back of the car, the slide of the car, and things yeah. like that. And if you don't know, we we have a Rivian dealership here. Um, I don't know when we're going to start. I think we, we're going to start seeing them on the street, from Dan said. Uh, but that's going to be coming in. But then again. I remember when Fisker came into town. <laughs> I remember exactly where the dealership was in Bellevue, and that didn't work really well. So, yeah, who knows? I think it's uh, weird to say Fisker was very ahead of its time. The yeah. techn- they, the car was ahead of its time. The technology to support there, the infrastructure to support it, wasn't there yet. And yeah. I think if uh, they'd come out five years later, they may have had a shot because it was a good looking car for the time. Yeah, so, uh, still subjective. is considering somebody bought it and is just making the same car now. Right? Yeah, yeah it's still a good looking car. So we'll see. I mean. <laughs> I I actually really like I'd really do like the Rivian. I was looking at the uh the SUV. What is R one S. The R one S. Okay. Yeah. I was like I was like H one. You yeah, know somebody's H1S. getting sued. But there. They, we've got the H two coming up too, the electric Hummer. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just you know, of all the features that I look for in a car, crab walking is not one of them. It will never be. No. <laughs> I mean, so, yeah. Okay, for parking, I guess. No, not even for that. Like I like that old school. Like, remember they had it like back in the '40s or '50s. They had a car that a wheel would come out of the trunk and it would swing the rear end over. Oh yeah, I remember that. That yeah. was cool. Yeah. So, uh, Rivian's going to be. I mean, I think uh, I knew Rivian was going to be big when they flopped their proverbial, you know what, down and did the long way up and followed yeah. it. That was and the fact that they had prototypes and they were like, yeah, we'll just sure take them out, beat them up. Yeah. And so I think that's going to be. Again, uh, the only delay in things right now is delivery on everybody. That's everybody. Yeah, right everything. Now, so. Yeah, I'm yeah. not. I want to make sure I don't fault Rivian for that because it's no, 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 <laughs> yeah. no. It's not Rivian's fault. It's everybody. It's you know you can't get anything. I mean, if you haven't ordered your Christmas presents for three years from now, you're screwed. <laughs> so <laughs> get a snorkel and some fins. Go to California. Exactly right. <laughs> Start swimming out to those container ships or in, down into the middle of San Juan Bay or wherever those ships fell off. Yeah. <laughs> We should talk more about electric. Uh, first, our Carter Subaru tip of the week. Carter Automotive Group, I should say. That too. It's all of them. We like all of yeah. them. Yeah. Thanks, Garoff. You shouted me out through the day. He was, uh, like a lot of people right now, doing the wheel and tire swap. Because right now is the time to do your winter wheels and tires. In Washington, typically Thanksgiving is your reminder that, oh, yeah, I need my winter tires. Everything's really cold. And froze a couple of weeks ago. He needs to swap that Corvette for a truck. <laughs> he needs to swap that BMW for a truck. No, that's her car. Yeah, she needs to swap that for a truck. Yeah, no. Ranger. Ranger no, Tremor car. I mean, she has a lovely car. I mean, the, I, the fact that he drive. has daily, drived, daily driven a Corvette for how many years now? That's true. 
think, CA206, I think, but I, I, on the second thought, I think Corvette needs to reach out to him. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. a great marketing yeah. tool for them. Yeah, he's no. a great tool. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody should make this, but uh, until they do, yeah. uh, what you need to do is get yourself some cheap microfiber towels, probably from any big box store will do. And anytime you need to do your winter wheel and tire swap, especially on a car like a Corvette where your rotors are massive, massive, massive rotors, and you have really nice powder-coated forged wheels like he does on that car for the summer tires, you need to protect those wheels. Uh, I One thing you'll learn real quickly if you haven't done this before, if you do the wheel and tire swap at your house, like you have an extra set of wheels with winter tires on like he does, it's really easy to drop a 335 wide tire on a 20-inch wheel onto that rotor, and you won't do any damage without... Since he doesn't have carbon ceramics. If you have carbon ceramics, this is even more important. In fact, just don't do it. Call Blake. Yeah. Poor people, Carb- <laughs> just Corvettes. Don't Jeez. do it. Yeah. Yeah, but if you have steel rotors, um, yeah, you're going to want to cover that brake rotor and that brake caliper before you even remove that wheel. And trust me, the the trick is to slide on to get the car jacked up, put up your jack stands. Don't forget the jack stands. Get in there with your legs and drop that wheel right onto your legs, right? Like you want to get far enough under there where you can support that thing with your thighs. And then you can just scoot back on a creeper and take that wheel off, slide it nice and easy with you. That's the easiest way to do it. If you do not have a lift at your house, if you just have just the jack, this is real quick and easy with a very, very large, heavy wheel and tire. What was the name of that product or what was it that was for your Porsche or for your center lock that you'd take the center lock off and then you'd screw in like the shaft so the <laughs> wheel couldn't drop off? Yeah, there is a special tool for Porsche or for center lock wheels. You literally take off the center cap. The wheel will still hold there because there's like little, uh, I don't know what you'd call them. They Teeth kinda, or gears or whatever. Yeah, they, yeah. they hold the wheel onto the hub. Yeah. Um, they, they can rock off, so just be aware of that. But then you screw in this giant... <laughs> Metal phallic thing. Phallic looking thing onto yeah. the center of the hub, and then you slide the wheel off on that That's so that really it's really cool. Yeah, so that yeah. you cannot make contact yeah. with the center, uh, with the carbon ceramics, but which will break. I'm actually surprised that doesn't exist. I mean, like, if you, I feel like if you if you had the type of wheel studs, then instead of putting luck, log nut, lug nuts on, you could do those. So they do. I actually have a set. Yeah, and it uh, slides. Yeah, yeah, so I have a set from, I think they're an old set from Amazon because I had them from my Mercedes. And that was they, a great car, huh? Yeah, it was a great car. Yep. And you screw those in and then you slid the wheel out on those. Yeah. But yeah, for most people who have uh, lug bolts yeah, lug st- versus lug studs, they, the wheel can drop right onto the rotor. And like I said, worst case scenario, like your rotors are tough if they're steel and your wheel is pretty tough too. You're not going to like cause any like real damage, but you will cause, cause cosmetic damage, which is really annoying to powder coat a wheel or put a giant scratch in it because you just weren't that careful. And so you just stack up some microfiber towels right on top of that thing take it off and then while you're doing that take the five minutes to clean your calipers you can look for leaks you can look at your seals it's a good time to get in there and clean those things off now you can use any generic cleaner of course we recommend Grio's speed shine which works great for this actually uh if you cover your rotor do not spray anything on your rotor that's slick not even brake cleaner like i don't even think that the stuff for calipers like don't, don't get that on your rotor either like no. the actual brake cleaner stuff yeah, yeah brake cleaner works for like a regular car but you don't want to put that on uh it'll pull the paint off of well, a painted rotor regular people listen to this too dan <laughs> i have i've always used glass cleaner and speed shine um okay. but i'm very careful with the speed shine though. speed shine on the reg and then and then on the caliper not on not spraying it directly on the caliper because it'll just soak into your pads and it'll burn off like almost instantaneously but you will have a nice little panic stop moment I hope it'll burn off. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so don't do that glass cleaner works great for that it's not too abrasive and it's a good way to clean your caliper but do that right now except perfect time to do it carter's yeah. tip of the week there you go get her done yeah uh speaking of electric though so we did autocross this weekend. 
Shauna did, did autocross. Shana, yeah. I, I was yeah. the passenger, which I like to be at the track. I, you were the pit crew. Yeah, I'm the pit crew. I like being the pit crew and the passenger in, in all track days. Like The track just isn't my thing. Been there, done that, love it. It's fun, but I really love being the pit crew and supporting people who go out. I really do. Like that's If anybody who knows me kind of gets it, but like that's where I'm happiest is when I'm kind of like contributing to the fun of a group or something. It's 100% else. cheaper to be a pit crew, by the way. It doesn't yeah. cost you <laughs> anything in tires or your car. <laughs> right. Or, yeah, okay. But uh, there was a lot of Teslas out there. And mm. Tesla's haul ass in autocross, for the record. <laughs> Big time. Any plaids? Didn't know plaids. There was a Model S out there, but and it was a, a, a P85, and there was a Model 3. I'm just still going back to my gripe about the, the plaid steering wheel. I wonder how that would work on autocross and the fact that you'd be... It's pretty tight, but, I mean, that was a really technical course. But, yeah. By the way, it was fun to see, like, the combination of skills learned at Dirtfish and HPDE at uh, Pacific Raceway with Don Kitch his school, which he had done both. And so like we were talking about applying those skills, but really cool day out there. Tons of Avance members, by the way, tons of Avance members. Uh, and one of them took the fastest time of the day by a large margin and of all cars in a C6 Z06, which if anybody's ever driven one of those, that is a handful. That is not just a matter of having a fast car. You've got to know what you're doing to get a car around like like that power happy and that snap happy because those things love to power slide, even with the traction aids on. You got to know what you're doing. So shout out to both those guys. Two red Z06s just tearing it up. I heard there were some a death of a lot of cones out there. There were a lot of cones. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Another boss member with a really beautiful lava orange GT3. Also very fast, I should add. Did a 54 second time, which was insanely fast for the day out at Evergreen. Yeah. Big course. And but still, he was running his winter tires and bit over, bit overdriving it a little bit. But that's I, expensive on it. Autocrosses of winter tires, but yeah. Well, I mean, it was. I think it, I don't know if it went above 40 that day. So but I'm just a, saying, as, as far as a, a burning off a of street tire is expensive. Right. I agree. But yeah. burning off winter tires can be even more expensive. Yeah. So yeah. They, yeah, it was a cold weather performance tire, but man, they, they definitely, as the day heated up and those heated up, there was a lot of sliding going around. It was yeah. fun to watch. I'm sure it was fun. Well, yeah. yeah but it's a good thing Sean is not going to ever embrace this racing thing. Like no. That. I, mean, I can't imagine her doing that. I remember talking about that years ago. <laughs> you bought her a helmet. I don't know if she knew yet. And, and I'm like, I'm like, I think she'll embrace it. I think she'll be really good at it. So, And I think a huge shout out to Michelle. Yeah, Michelle Graff. Thank yeah. you. You and your whole crew out there. The whole the mini crew was very welcoming, even though we oh, didn't right. have one. She has a crew. She has a crew. She's a mini crew. That. That's right, yeah. They're quick, Just too. Small pit crew. But, yeah, not vertically. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. But, yeah, it's a... Autocross is great right this time of year, even in the wet. But it, we were dry all day, but it was 80-plus cars. Jeez. Yeah, with uh, three different – three sessions, four laps per session. It went by pretty quick, though. Like, uh, nobody was – yeah, everybody was pretty well-behaved. Still fun to watch. Friendly. Yeah. Oh, it was great yeah. fun to watch. Yeah. And the sounds. Oh, man, not so much the Teslas. But uh, – <laughs> you, you truly hear the, the, the tire screeching with the Teslas, though. So it was – what I wanted to talk about mainly, though, is one, the Teslas were – Amazing. Like that, that gives me hope for the performance because if you look at a Model 3 or a, a P85, a, a P series, they're big cars and they're not built for this kind of stuff. I mean, they, they can do it just fine. Their chassis are great. They're well engineered. They put down the power. I'm not knocking that. I'm just saying, like, I can't wait to see what happens when we see more take ons out there and when we see more, you know, Tesla Roadsters coming out and more performance built electric vehicles because Tesla is really everything to everyone with their, their 3 series and the S's and everything else. They don't have. The roaster's not out yet. So when we see... I, I oh, want to see the Taycan Sportback. Like, Ben's yeah. Got, I think that'd be fun. That'd be awesome. Yeah. And so, but but seeing how fast they did and how well they can just put the power down. Because those one-minute blasts, like, autocross is perfect for a small yeah. electric car. So I'm excited to see more of that. That was really cool. That'll be fun. Well, it'll be interesting to see how things 
progress in the auto autocross world and other things like that. Like I've said it many times, you know, the fact that Jeep has an electric Jeep is weird to me. Right. But, yeah. uh, but beyond that, I mean, I think somebody should autocross in an electric Jeep. I want to see that. You could though. I didn't say you could. And that's why I said, I, I want to see it. I yeah. was joking with the crew out there. So it took me forever to get everything out of the Raptor because for tech inspection, you need to empty your vehicle. And my, my, <laughs> My Raptor is like a like a, a tool chest. It's a rolling tool chest. I have recovery gear in there. But you could miss a cone and just drive over it in that. <laughs> that would actually make the course faster. I yeah. kind of want to do it just for the fun of it. Like, oh, it, you should. Yeah, yeah. Like you don't yeah. need to go out there and set the best lap time. It's just kind of seeing how your no, vehicle nor handles. would you. No, uh, <laughs> no. Is yeah. there a four wheel drive lifted class? Exactly. <laughs> is it on dirt? I could do it on dirt. Yeah, yeah. But there was a, a stock bone stock Subaru Outback out there. There was cool. a bone stock uh, Honda Accord with like dealer plates out there <laughs> there's not the first place i'd take it but okay no but good it, for you autocross is perfect for that though and that was kind of the fun part of seeing this is there were cars out there that were clearly like oh i can do an autocross today why not and they just went out there and did it it's not hard on your car if you don't overdrive it and be a complete idiot which nobody was all the drivers out there even the brand new ones were just kind of like feeling the car out and everybody was happy for him. Like nobody was knocking it. Nobody was looking at it, making fun of him. Like where was this at, by the way? Evergreen. Oh, Evergreen Monroe. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Got yeah, it. Evergreen Autocross. And it was really welcoming community. Like you don't have like it's kind of like the Vaughn's off road thing. It doesn't matter what you bring out. People just want to see you have a good time. Like and if you want tips, people will give you tips. If you want help with your car, people will give you help with your car. If you are brand new to this, or if you have like it was it was cool to see cars that I didn't expect to see too. There's two Supras out there, by the way, two brand new Mark Fives and built really nice cars actually just hauling and new respect for those it was fun to watch because those things can drift like you wouldn't believe when they, and it was it was fun to watch like those guys weren't out there to like set the best times they were just having a good time and seeing their cars handled and i love that a lot of people have autocrossed bmws for a long time Dan. right exactly so i mean it's the same way it goes <laughs> yeah there's a diesel jetta out there <laughs> okay <laughs> torque wise i could see that okay mm -hmm. that's, that's fair but okay. you had you had everything and it was like if you got, if you ever thought about doing a track day and maybe the idea of doing a full blown high performance drivers education course at Pacific is intimidating to a lot of people because you're hauling ass on an actual racetrack, an autocross course, even at full tilt. I mean, full tilt exit, getting your that last straightaway speed. I think we probably hit seventy. That's pretty good with a banked corner to go into and tons of room to break. Yeah. So like the rest of the track though, you're really just trying to stay smooth, consistent, and learn the edges of your car and see how it handles it at its at its limits. Get how the does power down to the ground? Right, like how does sport mode work? How does dynamic? You know, like all the Audi modes that we went through. It was it was going through seeing which worked best for the track that day and how they like we found it. We found out we needed to do a manual shift at one point because it just wouldn't. There was one sharp ninety and then almost it was more than that. It's probably like a hundred ten degree like loop around you know corner, and so the car didn't want to shift all the way down into first and then shift immediately out because you were. It was meant to slow you down to yeah. get into this chicane. And so it's like, okay, in sport mode for automatic, typically shifts faster than any of us ever would, I mean, period. Like, as much as we want to brag, we we love a manual. It's more fun to drive, I think, but it ain't going to be faster. Yeah, I agree. Uh, for most people. And so it was like, okay, we got to do a manual shift right in this one spot. And that shaved, you know, a second. So it's it's finding out that kind of stuff. Like if, you know. It so was, were you out there coaching or just driving? Uh, you didn't drive though. No, I didn't drive. It's okay. it's not so much coaching as it is trying to make sure that I'm noticing things she wouldn't be. Mm. Where it's like, oh, I'm seeing your car do this, or I'm seeing you lift here and you don't have to. You can brake more here, and it's you know it, it's good to have that kind of communication. Like it's we're easy to communicate in those ways and be critical without being it. 
Did you so. tell her yet the fact that if she had kicked you out of the car, she probably would have gone at least another half a second out of that track? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably true. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the extra 200 plus pound weight exactly. disadvantage I mean, didn't help. It's just, you know, it's throwing that, that side of the car is a little heavier. <laughs> it was, so. yeah. It's throwing the balance all Pushing off. Pushing the uh, suspension <laughs> in a different direction. Yeah. It's fun making the diffs work though. Like I said, and, and again, the sessions are so short. You're not really causing a lot of wear in your car. If you have all your maintenance done, you're pretty much good to go. Yeah. You don't need to do, you know, like, like I said, there was a bone stock outback out there and a bone stock accord. Is it an outback or cross track? Cross track. Okay. Cross track. Even, Sorry, I mean, I outback, either way, that's a, that's a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, if you want to know how your car handles at the edge in all kinds of conditions, bring a minivan out there. As long as you've got everything out of it, it doesn't matter. Like nobody cares. Like they're going to laugh, but they're going to laugh with you and be like, if you're having fun, all the better. I think that'd be fun. Actually. I will load, say, don't bring a Jeep minivan. out there. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I would not want to bring a tip over SUV. No, up not there. a tip over SUV. No. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. I th- I'm trying to think of a, a unique car that I'd like to take out to autocross that would be out of the ordinary, like something that's different. I think it one of those three wheelers that Jeremy Clarkson has tipped over. Like, three <laughs> a Reliant no, Robin. Yeah, so Reliant is. Robin. Yeah, I think it would be really fun to have an uh, an old school vintage mini out there. Like that you had built oh, up, God, yes. like a really built up oh, vintage abs- mini would be awesome out yeah, there. Yeah, build it up and get like what, like sixteen to seventeen horsepower out of it. It'd be right? wonderful. There was a Lotus uh, Elise out there, perfect mm. autocross car. Well, yeah, yeah, Duh. not the fastest car out there today. Like I said, the it was no, but that car is built for that. Yeah, it was really fun to watch something that you know exactly that. You watch that car, you're like, oh yeah, this thing is built to run this course. Yeah. And same with the Audi S3 and the Mini GPs. Like those cars are really ideal for that. They're so nimble. Um, little Mich- three-wheel motion. Michelle told me about it. I just couldn't make it out, but I do want to come out and see you guys uh, race everything. I think it'd be kind of fun. But uh, the Subaru is a little top-heavy to be taking out there. I don't. That's, <laughs> there's better reasons to crash it than that. So. Take the monkeys. Let's go. <laughs> I don't have motorcycle class, but I thought about it. It'd be fun. I do want to talk about that. We should take a break, but I want to talk about monkeys a little bit and and something that has come out since our monkeys. Oh yeah, let's something. do that. We'll yeah. be right back with. Uh, and we got yeah. some Thanksgiving tips, so don't worry. This is why you're getting this now. Mm-hmm. Talk to you soon. We spend an average of 8 hours and 41 minutes a day facing screens. Laptops, smartphones, tablets, even digital refrigerators. But what are we really connected to? Isn't it time you connected to something greater? Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. For people who love cars. And we're back. So if you don't know, the guys from Revzilla have uh, it's a motorcycle parts online part. Yeah, they're an online. And retail. they are, two of their guys have a web series that they did Baja on the monkeys, which basically tweaked Dan and I to go, hmm, we should get monkeys and we should start the, you know, the uh, backcountry, backcountry monkey. monkey run. And um, uh, just when I think that they can't do anything you know, we, we, we you know we thought we kind of cornered the market on the monkey thing. You know, we want to do it every year. Uh, we are going to be doing it every year now on a different Wabder. Uh, well, it's not Wabder. It's just Backroad Discovery. Backcountry Discovery, right, yeah. They, yesterday, I guess as of Sunday, released a video where they took a vintage Honda Trail 125. Oh, no, it's not but Honda Trail 150 or something like that. 110. 110. And a brand new Honda Trail 120, 150 or 125. It's a 125, I think, yeah. They shipped them up to Alaska. And they did what you and I wanted to do in the GTR, the Porsche, and the and the uh, the Land Cruiser that time. Many yeah. times they went from Anchorage all the way up to basically the most northern tip of Tuktoyaktuk on 
these 125s and it looks and their, their crew gave them rules and the fact that they couldn't they couldn't they had to carry their own food they had to carry everything um I'm laughing because you got to watch the video. We will post it up, but um, they went up and I mean, it's and that if you don't know, most of that road between Anchorage and Tiaktuk <laughs> is dirt. Yeah, and it is log truckers, and it's what it's it's six hundred. It's a ways. It's a long ways. It's a long ways. Um, it was really fun to watch. Uh, it has actually inspired us. I think I think we may need to do that on the monkeys someday. It'll probably take a few years to get up to that, but I think it's it's absolutely it's a, it's a fun video to watch cuz not only did they do that, but they then flew the bikes up to the most most northern tip and rode out to I mean, they were out riding on the the sand and their, their biggest worry and most people don't have this worry when you're riding on the sand is if they would encounter polar bears. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, That's kind of really cool video to watch. It's 20 or 30 minutes, but uh, it's kind of fun. Um, it has made the cackles on the back of my neck come up and go, hmm, we can do that. Yep. And I, in fact, I introduced it to the group and people were like, yep, let's do it. <laughs> so we'll see. I love that we have that group. We really do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we re- I mean, yeah, there's no, there's no stupid idea. There's just how do we make the stupid idea logical? Yeah. It's one of the best parts about getting older is your friends finally have enough money to do the really stupid things you wanted to do when you were younger. And this isn't like <laughs> stupid money. Like, I mean, I was no. looking at what I mean, what it would probably take and the fact of, you know, shipping them up there or, you know, we'd need a chase car. It's not going to be tens of thousands of dollars. That's the thing. Like, no. Oh, I tell you, I, it, it's it's bad. You know, I told you I, I finished the CRF. The, yeah. The, the build's done. It's sitting there. I got to see more drive, photos, by the it's way. It's driving me nuts because it's sitting there. It's cold. And I'm and the monkey is 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 in hibernation. I I, I winterized the car bike and I'm keep looking at it going. Boy, I like that new that new Honda monkey. <laughs> <laughs> One more gear, like you know, I've been talking about buying another monkey. Should I buy a new monkey? And start building that. Like, do I need a... I could turn that into more of a cafe racer. Not that I don't already have a cafe racer. Okay, I could take the one I have now and make a cafe racer and make the new monkey. You could do 100% off-road on the new one. That's what I'm thinking. It's got an extra gear. I don't don't, don't know. They're just so fun. But, or do I buy a Grom? I like the new Grom. I do like the new Grom a lot. The new Grom is really cool. I mean, I look at it and I go, most people go, you don't need another bike. I don't. No. You don't buy, you don't buy a bike because you need a But also, <laughs> a Grom or a Monkey or, I could keep that in the apartment. <laughs> I don't know. You're not wrong. You know, I, I, I feel a little bit better about saying stupid ideas like this because I'm not spending hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's like all in, maybe seven grand. Like, Not that that's, a, I mean... I, there would be stuff on credit cards, but uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. I I, I want to build. I, I think that's something that I, I've, I've realized that, that, and Dan and I have talked about this before, and I don't know if it'll ever come to fruition with Rain City, but I, I would like to do builds. I really enjoy building projects. Yeah. I enjoy, you know, the, the research. I enjoy doing, putting everything together. I enjoy sitting in my garage and watching people come by and ask me what the hell I'm doing or why I'm doing it. Or, I mean, I enjoy getting i mean i i i think that's one of the things i've never loved anything in this world more than the monkeys and what we've done with the monkeys because that was the most fun i've ever had on a motorcycle yeah it wasn't speed related Everybody it wasn't said the it same wasn't thing too. it wasn't the most stupid thing we could do i mean there's you know dan and i have worked hard in life in the fact that we could go out and buy stupid things we don't need them though like i mean there's 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 just so many stupid other stupid things we could be doing that's my point well the return on investment on something like that is so high because even building the CRF, which will get you a lot more places, yep. and you'll have a ton of fun riding it. CRF, oh, I love fantastic it, fantastic bike, I absolutely love it. Yeah, 
But it's, you know, it's double the cost even just to start. <laughs> you just to start, it's double the cost of the build. It's three times the cost. I mean, like, if you look at the build cost of a, oh, of oh, a monkey. It's still three times the cost. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I mean, no. okay, maybe not case, three, though. but okay, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. It, it's, it's one time of time and a half, yeah. It's not only fun to do the builds on the monkey, it's a lot easier to do. Because, like you said, you can go roll it up to your nice, warm apartment and be like, I'm going to work on this. Not that I ever would if anybody from my <laughs> nice, warm apartment ever heard this, but uh, no, of course not. Uh, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say how I know, but the, the CRF doesn't fit in the elevator. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. It doesn't do wheelie it. No, it doesn't. Trust me. <laughs> Believe me, it doesn't. Uh, I'm just picturing it. That's service elevator with the CRF in it. Exactly. I love it. Take, so, you take off the wheels. And it's, te- I mean, it's tempting. My, I have a cart that wheels it, but no, I'm not. It's, it's, more, it's more fun to, to wheel my tool cart down there and watch people be like, what's wrong with you? So many things, but I can't explain that right now. Yeah, so. And they're all just like, I wish I was doing that. But I, I think that's the problem is like I, I, I built my, my, my winter build went too fast. Like I ordered everything and got it. And it, so I'm, it's, I'm loving it, I'm, but I have been known to run it around my parking lot. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm changing my build a little bit on the Raptor, actually, speaking of mm. that. Uh, we talked about it a little bit. I think I'm going to, I am going to end up selling the bed cover and the rack. Which work flawlessly. Okay. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with them. But oh, it's wonderful. Yeah. For what I'm using it for, though, I am quickly discovering that a off-road canopy would be a better decision for me. Once we figured out all the things that we were doing wrong by putting the bed cap in there, it went in really fast. Right. So. Like, so, yeah. So if anybody wants a, a full setup. Like for, a your, gen, for a Gen 2. Yeah. For a Gen 2 Raptor. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it will fit F-150s as well. What? The inside bed, bed? bed dimensions are the same. Outside, That's not at really all. That's a really nice... Uh, I like that. I mean, it, it be and I'll say this ahead of them. It does take some space out of your bed, right? And that yeah. that's just yeah. it. So I, I want the full bed space. Yeah. Um. And I mean, it's really nice for light duty running around, but I I want the full bed space and I want the extra room inside that's dry. Yeah, I'm with you. That's really what I need. So that'll work me better. Work better for me. That's what I meant. I'm with you. Yeah. Now let's talk about Thanksgiving a little bit. Not just the fact that we have a lot to be thankful for this year. It's been a fun year. We've got we've had great guests. I mean. Don't want to start with that, but for our Thanksgiving travelers is what I wanted to talk about especially. So this year, the forecast for drivers is actually up from 2020, uh, still down from 19. Given COVID, that makes sense, but it's not as far as you'd think. So 2019 actual numbers, this is from AAA sourced, of course, was 56 million travelers, 49.9 by automobile in the U.S. alone. That's a lot. Yeah, they were saying they were expecting 2 million people to be flying this year. Yeah, uh, that actually went up. 4.2 4.2 million now expected. It was 2.3 last year, actual. And this is not a political statement, but uh, get to the airport early because as of today, which we record this on Monday, TS agents have to either be vaccinated or have a proof of it, and some of them may not be working the rest of this week. So, yeah, and this, exactly. this is not, a, again, this, no, I'm just telling air, you, like, yeah. TSA might be a little slower because they may be down on some people. Add so, a couple hours. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. We went yeah. from 281,000 in 2020 to 1 million expected in, or excuse me, <laughs> bus train. We went from 2.3 Actually, to 4.2. I have to say this. I did the fast pass. I, put, I, I went and got the fast pass. Mm-hmm. Um, I did, I, I went online, and this is something you can do. I went online, I, inter- I had the interview, which was in the back of a Staples, on a Thursday or a Wednesday, <laughs> and I got the approval and the number on a Sunday. Dang, that's really good. So, I mean, as long as you have a, a non-checkered past, I think, but I mean, I'm just saying, it makes it so much faster than you put it on your ticket, it's a fast pass line, and, and a lot of people are doing fast pass, so the fast pass lines are getting longer, but it doesn't take that long. I mean, I was really surprised, so, yeah. yeah. Well, good to know, actually. Yeah. And then, uh, 
But yeah, with 48 million, 48 million drivers expected on the road, you're going to want to leave early. And so just for, they actually talk about what time they're expected. Uh, peak travel time this year is expected between 12 PM and 8 PM around Seattle. Uh, with the highest being four to six and the corridor, most expected traffic is going to be I five South, uh, out of Seattle, Washington, 18 to Washington seven. Of course, that's no call me to Tacoma. So all on that Maple Valley corridor there, Tiger mountain. So that's going to be terrible. So obviously well, it's terrible every day. It's terrible every day. Even when there was COVID, it was terrible. So I had never, speaking of that, I had never done that. I, I drove That's down awful. to, uh, down near Tacoma on, what was it? Tuesday night or no Friday. Was it Friday or Friday? Probably Friday. And I left here. I had to be down there at five 30 and I left here at four and I got on I 90 and then I got off on 18 there. Oh my, I'd never done that before. That was insane. Yeah. They, we were backed up all the way up to like the, the the exit for Fall City. Yeah, if you can go to Stampede and over Green and then down to Greenwater, it's probably faster to go 410 through the snow with your Max Tracks than it is 18. A hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> grab your winch. Grab your I Max had, Tracks. I just had never done that before, or or come back the back road of, of, of Fall City and come over. Yeah. But I I just I never realized that I've seen the line on the road before passing it, but I've never yeah. actually seen that. So yeah. Well, and as a result of all those cars idling in traffic, of course, AAA's response goes through the roof. In fact, a 400% increase on Thanksgiving Day of compared to a normal day, which means you need to get your together. And I'm sure the prices during that stay the same too, right? Totally. Actually, totally. With AAA, they are the same. Uh, yeah, a lot of people don't have AAA. And you're going to be hours and hours and hours waiting on the side of the road. So check that coolant, check those tires, give your car a once over, just Take 10 minutes, look under your car, make sure you don't have an oil leak. Like this stuff, when you're sitting in traffic, is probably the worst thing you can do for your car, and it's going to rear its ugly head at the worst possible time when you got a car full of kids that don't even want to be in the car for hours anyway, and now you're stuck on the side of the road. And if your car overheats, if the one thing we learned from the movie Sex Drive is you can, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> don't pee in the radiator. I, I mean, don't know what you're it would work, but. It technically, it does work, yeah. No, <laughs> great movie, by the way. <laughs> Movie recommendation in the middle of everything. Sorry. <laughs> it's a terrible movie I, the best way. It's wonderful. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, I mean, I, and I tell people this. It's like people come to us all the time. I don't know if it happens to you, but it happens to me. People are like, can you give me advice on this stuff? And I'm like, just go to YouTube. If yeah. you really don't know how to change a tire, go to YouTube. You can literally watch YouTube on the side of the road. People have watched YouTube and changed their own tires. Yeah, actually, there's, I should I make a Carter Super Tip of the Week. I think we have at one point, actually. Speaking of changing your tire, before you go anything, before you load your trunk full of all that stuff that you shouldn't need anyway, which I'm going to do as well, just to be clear, you're going to want to pop that rear spare tire cover, if you've got one of those, and make sure that your tow hook is in there, your eye hook that, that threads into your bumper. There's a little, probably a little plastic square. Some of you probably have never noticed that you can pop off, and that's where that screws in. Also, make sure you have your lug wrench, your jack back there. Just saying, five-minute check could save you hours. So I have a little Nicholas Bergeron tip of the week Ooh. and a nice a nicest thing because this happened to me. You should do this year-round. But if you're driving somewhere and you see a car on the side of the road and somebody's changing a tire, pull over. Yeah. Check on them. Give my hand. On the other side of that, if somebody nicely pulls over for you, don't be a <laughs> so, I'm fine yeah that's okay. exactly what i got i i approached a person on the side of the road i i made it very aware that i was there i was not being i mean i was being very non-threatening i just stopped i said are you okay i got yelled at i got back in my car i left <laughs> good luck don't get hit by a truck 
<laughs> like, come on. Like, yeah, I got uh, I got yelled at. I don't and think I, you're helpless. I'm just trying to help. It's like, yeah, it's like, I mean, I'm, you're, you're literally in traffic. And I'm, I'm sorry. I was, you know, so this was literally on 520. I was heading home uh, last night on Sunday and I stopped. I was if, in, in it. By the way, if you are the lovely female that was on the side of the road with your Honda Civic, I was just, I just literally, I, the four words I said was, do you need any help? I did not need the expletive deletes that you called me. So thank you. You're like, I didn't hit you. I didn't puncture yeah, your tire. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. So I just want to say that. So, yeah. <laughs> You're the reason my Monday sucks. Uh, no. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. But yeah. I don't know. Be kind to one another. All that stuff. Uh, Thanksgiving. You know. Be happy. Watch Scrooged. He has a great monologue at the end. That's a good movie. <laughs> yeah, that's a great movie. It's my favorite yeah. Christmas movie, actually. <laughs> is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Sure. No, 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 no. This is a yes. Or, I know this is not car related. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? I had a pretty deep conversation with somebody about this at one point. It's a yes or no question. It's not though. Die Hard takes place over Christmas. Yeah, but if we're gonna if we're gonna create controversy on this podcast, we should do this. We have to. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes, you should watch it over Christmas. It fits the season. Die Hard. Is it not, happens during Christmas. Right. Die Hard is not about Christmas. No. So, therefore, in my book, it is not a Christmas movie. It is a great movie to watch at Christmas. But it is not a, this is the spirit of Christmas, and we learned something, and Santa saved us, and we're giving to our friends. No, it's kill the terrorists. Always a good message. It's, you know, as much as, and I will say this, I broke all my rules this year. My I've got up, all my Christmas decorations have been up. I mean, my lights are up. I my love tree's your not Christmas up yet. Um, and, but somebody's once told me, and I think it's a great quote, that it's not Christmas until Hans falls off Nakatomi Tower. <laughs> so, yeah. Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber, yeah. <laughs> Snipe, or uh, to your younger people, Snape. Sna- Snape from uh, the, Harry Potter. The Harry Potter. Yeah. And what's Snape from Love, actually? Huh? And oh, he's been in a bunch of stuff. Alan, Alan, Alan Rickman was amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Thank him. you. I always wonder that, like, should we ever, and, and I, and I truly mean this, and I want you to comment on this, on this, should Dan and I do a podcast every once in a while where we just get on and we talk about movies and, and the crap that's going on in our life and fun, would that be interesting? Like a bonus episode, not an RCS episode. Absolutely. Like, hey, no, like, yeah. It would we to- just drop it on a Tuesday Absolutely. for, here you go. <laughs> like where, you know, basically you get, you get to sit in on a conversation between Dan and I, we will just like record something. It's, they're never inappropriate, but oh, I always wonder, explicit. I, I, well, yeah, okay. It's for different reasons, but I always wonder if that would be interesting if people would like to get to know us. Cause that's the one thing I was realizing that, and that's why I wanted to kind of do the Thanksgiving episode is so many people come up to us and they talk about it and they hear our stories and things like that but they don't necessarily know who we are and i'm wondering if that would be interesting and here's the thing we have rcs we love rcs at the end of the day if you comment i don't want to know anything about you i'm good with that it's not offensive (laughs) to me but i'm curious so yeah it'd be fun i mean i mean we're gonna do it no matter what you have to listen to it but no (laughs) movie reviews i i okay that's even better like if Dan and I car movies. We talked about did car movies on the a show. car movie review or like a Siskel and Ebert, I think we should do that. We should do a great once or once or maybe three times a year. We should review a car movie, or we should remo- review a movie that we find good. Like I am, and as you know this, and I and I'm sorry for beating it. I am big on Red Notice right now. Love the movie, love it. So yeah. it was fun to watch. Yes, I we it'd be fun to touch on car movies that people don't don't know about as much there's a lot of sleeper car movies that out there that have a ton of awesome cars all the way through it Is that a double pun on cars like a sleeper car well, it could be yeah that the, okay. ah, sleeper car yeah, yeah. Dot, dot, movies so <laughs> okay and i don't want to go off this but a one give me one movie title that is a sleeper car movie uh 
Ronan has a hero car. Got it. And I, if, I if you're a car guy, yeah. you know it is. But people Absolutely. who watch Ronan aren't, aren't car people. But he's they. So there's a little segue there. The <laughs> the driver in the movie Ronan who specs the S8 in that movie is the actual test or the stunt driver in the movie. He got okay. he got the role because they want they watched him drive and they were talking to him. There's why don't you just be the guy in the movie? And they put the stunt driver <laughs> in the movie. That's okay. how that happens. Really cool story. Okay. And he specced the S8. That conversation about it was how he would spec an S8 if he was doing this job. Okay. So it's kind of cool. So they spec an S8 with nitrous. He's like, I want something heavy. I want something that can hit something, but it's got to have all the drive and power. And he talks about it in the movie. And it's really quick. Like it's It really flows with the dialogue of the movie. So it doesn't sound out of place. Sure. It's a guy who knows what he's talking about. And they're like, Great movie, that, that was really good. Can you do that again? Because that's exactly what we want. <laughs> it's authentic. Thank you for writing the script for us. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. We would like you to do that, please. Yeah. So okay. that's a good sleeper. I haven't seen movie. that in a long time. The show Archer is a car show. Oh, like, it if is. you don't watch, if you don't watch Archer, I don't blame you, but I love the show and it's funny. But they, there's always pe- period specific cars in the show that are actually really cool, even though they're animated, which is cool. And in a, a related uh, topic, if if you like cars or if you don't like cars or if you like James Bond or you don't like James Bond, watch the first 15 minutes of the new James Bond movie. Oh yeah, that's all I have. To oh say. yeah, the first. Fi- I mean. And then go on YouTube and watch how they made it. Yeah. Because that is the most incredible thing in the world. So, yeah. Yeah. And the motorcycle jump is 100% real. Yeah. So, yeah. Which is amazing, by the way. Which is amazing. So, yeah. Yeah, because that, that bike probably, that hurt a lot. Whoever that stunt rider was, that had to hurt. It's a 14-foot drop straight down. Yeah. Yeah. I watched the extras. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. Speaking of Thanksgiving, uh, we did the, I want to go back to the Avance Off-Road event a little bit because that was awesome. Uh, and my smokeless fireplace. <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm, I'm leaning into it. I'm le- it, it got smokeless. <laughs> it got smokeless. It, it was really actually that was the okay. That was funny actually. Okay, so a backstory. My parents. My mother is a wonderful person that likes to buy me something different for my birthday. Yeah. And I told her this year I wanted a BioLite fireplace. If you know what that is, it's a it's an off ground fireplace that basically has a fan and a USB charger that pushes air through the fire. And keeps your fire going. To, supposed to be, and it does keep the fire going really well. It does keep the. I mean, we went through three and a half quarts of wood in four hours, so it works. When you start it, you want kindling. There's going to be smoke. They say it's smokeless. It's not smokeless. It's not smokeless at all. It's not smokeless at all. I mean, I still smell like smoke, which I. Love. I love this. I love. This I love it. Oh God, yeah. Uh, it was great. Uh, we had we. I mean, the Avance event. I don't want to get off on the, the topic of that, but uh, go look at it. I mean, every, everybody has their own opinions on these fires. We had a great time. The Avance events have become a social event now. We're seeing more and more people. I think Dan and I spend half of our time in the fact. It's funny because the people that run the, the off-roads events are out there doing it. Brandon Ben Powell and all his crew are out on the And we're sort of left back at our tent. And people wander through on bicycles. They walk through. What is this? What's going on? Mm-hmm. It's so much fun. I can't tell you the amount of people that we've come in that have gone, this is what this is. This is Avance. And they'll go, I'm not a car guy, but I think I want to do this kind of thing. It's like yep. so cool. It's a it's a big change in the automotive community, but it was really fun. We brought the grill this time. Uh, we I got this little Coleman camping grill that, to put on the tailgate, so when we go up in the mountains, I can cook Costco dogs, literally Costco dogs, and I can just feed everybody and hang out. It's a cheap thing to do, and we're like, let's just bring this to the Avance event, and first, and we've decided by the way, this is now a thing. This is our thing now. This yeah. is our thing. We talked to Brandon and Pal about this. This is now. If you come to an off road event, you will get to see Dan Gr- Grilla Wiener. That's hundred percent. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so at first I had three packs of Costco dogs, which is 14 dogs. 
And I was like, I should go get one more just in case. Per packet. Yeah. Yeah, 14 per package. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, four is the minimum for an Avon's off-road event. The second group comes after lunch. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was really fun. I got to talk to more people. I love doing that. I think that was my favorite part of it. I like cooking in general, which is just a hobby. But that's, you know, this is bare minimum bar for cooking when you just throw some hot pre-cooked dogs in a grill. But it was so fun to just talk to people. Like, they came and hung out. And it wasn't about the show. Like, I just got to talk to cool people. I met the photographers that day, by the way, were off the chain. I don't know. Uh, Greg Sweeney is one of them. Like, his photos. We were lucky to have a lot of automotive photographers in this group. But apparently, they were all at Dirtfish on Saturday. And Agreed. The yeah. photos were amazing from Saturday. Crystal clear weather, no rain for like it rained for like five seconds, literally the at whole the day. end. At the end, yeah. But other than that, we were just it was freezing cold. But we had the what is that? Uh, the name of my propane heater. I can't remember the name. Mister Heat. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I this pro- I think that's, isn't that it? I think it's Mister Heater. I think Mister Heater. Okay, yeah, yeah. My propane heater, big hit. That was a great thing to have. But firing at the grill and talking to people. That's what this was so fun. And people came, like you said, that was who didn't, they just rode by on their bicycles or drove by and they're like an off-road event. This looks cool. And they just popped in and started talking. I love that. And yeah. everybody went out there and came back with a bigger smile on their face like they do every single time. This uh, this weekend was the hardest we've had. If you don't know, like the morning event, there's an evening event or afternoon event. We pick one winner from each each thing. We oh, give them a yeah. quiz. And I've never had this hard. I mean, you have to understand... I'm pretty sure we had a family that showed. Well, first, first in the morning, we had a <laughs> yeah. family that showed up with their their giant excursion, the mom's excursion, pulling two side by sides, which they proceeded to go out and trash. And the second, the second season, we had or the second session, session yeah. we had somebody that I mean, if I'm wrong, I'm, I apologize. It looked like they came from the dealership for the side by side, came to the off road event, and then proceeded to just trash it. I think that went from the dealership to the shop where yeah. they put a ton of money and upgrades into it. Oh, and then gosh, they went pretty. to Avance Off-Road and yeah. decided how much mud can we put on the inside of this thing? Because it was awesome to see. And if you don't know, if you if you don't want to bring your car out and you have a side-by-side, there's plenty of places to bring your, your trailer out and park. Oh, and, yeah. yeah. Tons of trailer parking. It is, it's really turning into a fun event. Like, I'll be honest, when it first started, I was a little worried in the fact that, because it was like, it was kind of dead during the day, like when people are out on the track. But now, people are stopping in, they're, they're wanting to talk, they know they don't have to be on the course, they can take their time, they're learning an immense amount from Brandon Ben Powell and all his people, so. Yeah, it's become quite the spectator thing. So yeah. again, we've, we've pushed it pretty hard on the show, but you guys are missing out if you don't just stop by and check it out. It's really fun to watch. Bring a chair, come, <laughs> yeah. talk to us. I'll cook you I mean, out Yeah, now. exactly, <laughs> yeah. And so it, it was such a fun weekend though with that. And I'm, I'm so thankful for that or how, and how well that event runs. Like, uh, it's just a lot of people said it over and over again. Like they've never had an opportunity to try out any of this stuff. You have all the, the, um, Land Rovers and Range Rovers. There's a, a Cayenne Turbo S out there. I was like, what does that mud mode do? Let's find out. Well, we had that lovely lady. I think she's a Vance member. She brought her brand new Chevrolet Z71 out. And then she learned how to drive around the course, and she realized, I don't want to take my truck around it, but I have a side-by-side. And she showed up this list last weekend with her son. And <laughs> oh, they yeah. they were a different color when they left. Like, they were having so much fun. Like, you could tell exactly where their helmet was fitting on their face. It was, I mean, it's fun to see. And families are coming out. That's another thing I yeah, really like. Yeah, shout out like. to her son, by the way. I mean, I remember this specifically from the photo, but he was super patient and nice. And I was trying to cook him a hot dog, and I had a line of, like, six people. 100% polite. Like that kid had it's taught manners, so thank <laughs> just you. Saying that yeah, stood absolutely. out. To no, me. absolutely, and that <laughs> so, should be applauded. I agree. Yeah, it was. Yeah, a really nice kid. It uh, you know, 
Dan's a little slow heating up his wieners, but he'll it's get true. them to you. I mean, and they'll I be in sure a bun. Cooked right. Absolutely. <laughs> just, they're not burnt. Uh, they're perfect. Yeah. There's so. a little char in some of them. Sorry. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> but uh, it was a, it was an awesome event. We had a great time. I mean, every it's, it's going to be, it, I think right now it's planned third Saturday of every month. Yeah, it's a little different in December because of Christmas and all that and the holidays. So it's December 10th, I think. Uh, I got to add that to our RCS calendar. I apologize for that. But uh, yeah, You're going to be on your own for that one. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Only because you, you told me to sign up for Landmark, so. Oh, yeah. I will be gone that day, but yeah. That's all right. Yeah, I figured as much, so. I will forgive you. Only once, though. Yeah. Then you're If dead. you want my smokeless fireplace, you can have it. No, I'm still getting the ash off my truck. Oh, bite. It was, it was away from your truck. <laughs> December 11th. No, the, it just blew that. everywhere. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Care. Yeah, we probably shouldn't put the fireplace upwind from the, the, the stove <laughs> next time, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Lesson it's, learned. it's the 11th. It's a Saturday, December 11th, will be a Bonds Off-Road yeah. event, and that is from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. So I didn't mean to get jump into a Bonds or uh, events already, but you should come out for that. It's time anyway. Yeah. So uh, the next one, uh, Thursday, the 2nd, December 2nd, is a Bonds Ladies' Night. And, of course, that is at our friends at Group 2 Automotive in Woodenville. Really great people. That's a big event. You'll see a lot of people we talk about on the show. If you hear their names, you can be like, oh, I heard you on ours. Yes. Speaking a lot of, of people like that, Chrissy, I mean, have you been following Chrissy on Facebook all of a sudden? Yeah. Wherever she goes, there's a boat. Like, how is that? Like, is, it's is, cold here. Let's go is, to Arizona. Is that okay. some, 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 some deal she's made with the devil or God? Like, wherever she goes, there's a boat. I mean, the woman is an incredible wakeboard, wake surfer and things like that, but I'm just like, everywhere she goes, I, w- I want that woman's life. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Shout out to Chrissy on that. So. That's going to be busy. What? December. December is very busy. Yeah, you're taking off not too long after that, right? Yep, 15th yeah. I'm headed to Hawaii for almost a month. Well, that sucks. I'm sorry. It's going to be rough. Yeah, I'm just really sorry. I'll send you pictures from the beach, I promise. Please don't. They'll be on my feet. I don't want to <laughs> see those either. <laughs> you stop laughing in the kitchen. I don't want to see your feet either. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I just saw the uh, the photo from the advance off-road event for December 11th. It's not my Raptor, but there's another Raptor. And the mud is probably three times as high as the truck. So, Yeah, I'm, I'll tell you, the amount of Rangers that are coming out there. We had Okay, so we had a brand new Bronco this weekend. Yeah, that was beautiful. We had several new Discoveries. Yeah. One including the, the, the special Camel Trophy, camel wrap. trophy yeah. wrap. We had a bunch of jacked-up Rangers. We had classic Jeeps. We had um, Cayennes. We had, I mean, there was just incredible amounts of cars. Yeah. We had that front, we had that, even though he was there to help for the food drive, and I forgot his first name with the Jetta. Um, yeah, the lifted Jetta. Lifted Jetta, but he's got a front-wheel drive Jetta that he takes out off-roading, which is awesome in my book. But yeah. um, it's a lot of fun. If, if, you want, if, you, if you're not sure you want to do it, Come out, hang out with us. We'd love to have that. Yeah, I'll cook you yeah. a hot dog. You can hang out. Yeah. Have a water or whatever else might be in the cooler. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know what else is in there. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, in addition to that, we got our merchandise up. I added a few items to the store. We've got our classic trucker hats with the bend. we got our flat bill trucker hats. And we got our beanies, none of which fit Nick, but you can have one. <laughs> I ordered yours. Don't worry. It's so nice to see everybody else wearing my logo. <laughs> <laughs> our logo. Whatever. But, it's th- you know, same thing. But I just, yeah, good. Yeah, yours is on the way. Don't uh-huh. worry. That's what they always say. Special mm-hmm. special hats on the way for Nick. Did you order with, with my with my blank? Did you order the deep one? Yeah. Apparently, there's two. There's a, yeah. there's, a there's a shallow version and, and a deep. deep. One. Yeah. I got you the deep okay. one. I, I listened. Thank you. I, I listened. I, I didn't know that until after you ordered. I okay. did my research. I've been. I know way too I, much about hats do, now. You always do. You always do. Way too much about hats now. Um, and out of curiosity too, in the comment section, if you'd like to see us, I mean, we're always, we love to have people support us, but if there's something you'd like to see with the RSS logo on it, tell us about it. 
Yeah. Uh, kind of I always make sure they're quality products. I'm not going to sell you trash. So, But if uh, if you like our logo, which we can shout out to Salvo Designs, let us know. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and again, also, one more thing with the Avance Off-Road thing. You can't win our Griot's prizes if you don't show up and go off-road. So you need to come do that. Yeah, and it's we're not we're not looking for people that are going out there to break their cars. Like, no, it's about having fun. Yeah, it's a, I mean there there are cars that have left with our packages that aren't the dirtiest cars, but they've been out there to have fun. Yeah, so. they come back with the biggest smile. Yeah. One guy, by chance, the last guy who won broke off his front license plate. <laughs> but he's getting new plates anyways. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Red what? Do you, oh, Red Ranger. That's Red Ranger. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's Red Ranger. He's getting plates that say Red Ranger. So, yeah. yeah. So. All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed our little Thanksgiving episode. I hope you guys are all safe and happy this Thanksgiving. Uh, we are very thankful for you for listening. We have a great time doing this. We have fun. We hope you have fun listening. We still don't know how this happened. No. No. <laughs> so just we're very it. grateful just for it. it the whole time. But we are, we, are, we are now like what? 210, I think. What are we at? Well, I mean, we're four years into this. Like that's insane to me. Yeah. So. I started in November. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, uh, yeah, Nathan was episode 209. Great episode, by the way. Yeah. We had so, a lot of good feedback on that. He was a great guest, and that was a really fun episode. <laughs> Our last episode was really one you guys are going to listen to. That we're going to really have we'll fun. have him back on because, as you can tell by the length of that episode, there's a lot more stories. Yeah, so. he's probably very thankful for his wife still. Yeah, <laughs> I would be. So yeah, no kidding. Well, for this very thankful episode of Rain City Supercars, I'm Nick. I'm Dan, and don't just get there. Enjoy the drive.